Hello. Hey. Dyslexic heart number 31. All right. Comes to a start. Oh, good. The dog's laying down. Oh, good. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're a little concerned about Maximus's energy level going into the show. Seems to be all right. Unlike our other podcasts, we let them have some freedom and not be encaged. Mm -hmm. It's a word I just made up. Yeah. Well, we give them treats to occupy themselves. So it's it's not without reward for us or for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to do one of these last week and it didn't happen. We were just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I'd rather do one when we're feeling it than do one when we're not feeling it and be like, oh. Uh, uh. I always feel like I never have anything to say. Oh. But you have a list, but somehow which is we great. do. I know. Yeah. Well, we've done a lot of stuff since that weekend. So. We've had some concerts and whatnot. Yeah. So some we experiences talk about in our lives. We've left yeah. the house more than once. You put on pants. I did put on pants. How many times have you put on pants in the last two weeks? Well, are you talking actual pants or short? I mean, like I something other than the sweatshirts I wear around the house every single day? Yes, that. Uh, I've, I've put on a hopper, handful of times. Hopper shorts many times. Okay. As far as actual pants where my legs are covered? Mm-hmm. Like twice in the last two weeks? once a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. When you leave your cave and when going I go, to work. go into an office for four to five hours. Oh, and mostly... Three to four hours. Mostly to, it's to escape the dogs, too. Mostly. I like my interaction with human beings once a week. Mm-hmm. That's just the right amount of time. Mm-hmm. Just the right amount of wrong. <sighs> I'm glad that we're discussing my pants habits already in the show. <laughs> clearly, clearly, it's going to be a top-notch show. Well, we've discussed more on the other podcasts, so... <laughs> I have a new iPad. I'm using that tonight. Yay. I'm excited about it. My other one was, I had an iPad 2, which was quite old and clunky, and I couldn't use it for anything other than... Sound clips for the show? Pretty much, and I had to turn off, like when I was doing that, I would have to turn off, I'd have to put it in airplane mode, because it was so slow if I had Wi-Fi on, and I couldn't really use it for anything else, so... Oh, wow. Finally got it, and I have an, I I didn't get the Pro, I got the iPad Air 2, Mm because I don't really need, I don't need it for much. But mm-hmm. it's nice to have one that's speedy and yeah. pretty great. So even though I didn't get the latest model, it's still pretty great. It's a huge upgrade. Good. So I'm happy. Yay. I'm happy to have this on my lap. And it's so so thin. It's so small compared to my old one. Huh. It doesn't it's like doesn't weigh anything. It's wonderful. I love technology. Oh, so what's going on? What do you want to talk about tonight? Let's we can talk see. about I know we got some music stuff we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about. And uh I've seen a few concerts. Yeah. Where should we start? Good. Throw, throw out a topic, topic okay. lady. We should cut these into little pieces of paper and have them in a hat. Oh, we could. Oh, shit. I forgot to include the first artist on my playlist, though. I might have. I've got some stuff. I've got, I can access everything, too. It just okay. might take a minute. So. All right. Well, I'll just, I'll just go down the list. All right. What are we um, starting with? Well, we were fortunate enough to get tickets to see Adele. We did. She it, was lovely. Yes. <laughs> it was a very difficult concert to get tickets to and we just happened to be very lucky she started her u.s tour here she did two nights at xl energy center which is our big hockey arena mm-hmm. and we got very lucky during one of the pre-sales i don't remember what it was for but we got really good seats mm-hmm. 16th row it wasn't that hard to get tickets though because the people behind us in row 17 got theirs the day before yeah so, so they held back um a lot of good seats and made them available at the last minute she's mm-hmm. been i think that's one of so the if something is sold out yeah it's not it's despair. never sold out 
either go on StubHub, where sometimes they'll overcharge you. But weren't they like charging over crazy the yeah. first night, but then the second night it wasn't so bad? Well, they were, but then the first night they released some stuff shortly before the show as well, mm-hmm. and it killed the on-site... It killed the secondary ticket sales. The on-site scalper market, they were selling a night of the show at face value. Huh. So I think a lot of the arena shows now where the artists are concerned about such things, like Springsteen too, he's another one. Mm-hmm. Within a few days before the show, they always end up putting some good seats available yeah. like just through Ticketmaster. And with this one, we had to show our ID. They were will call. We couldn't... Yeah, some of the... Cer- it must have been certain rows. Yeah. Like the first. Maybe the floor, like the first half of the floor something seats or like something. like that, yeah. So, yeah, so you had to go to the box office, pick them up, show your ID. I'll play some Adele in the background while okay. um, while we discuss her show. Okay. So yeah, we had great seats on the floor and we were, so 16th row, which was perfect because it was a section break. Yeah. So row 15 was like the equivalent of three rows in front of us. So we had like a whole, it was a walk, there was a walkway there, mm-hmm. plenty of leg room, plenty of plate. And there weren't room. a lot of people going back and forth, which I was worried about. Right. But as far as being able to stand and not have, not be like wall to wall people. And yeah. It was and have leg room great. when you wanted to sit. Loved it. It was great. Yeah. And she had two stages. Yes, she did. So she opened the show on the stage in the middle, and then she did a couple songs on that stage later on. So it was a nice midpoint where... Yeah, we were we're, like right between the two stages. Yeah. It was great. Not close enough to get selfies with her. Because she went around the second stage and did selfies with everybody. Yes, it was kind of entertaining. It was really cool. She was so personable. We've seen her before. We saw her in Vegas on her previous tour. And I would say... She's grown so much as a performer. Yeah, the two things that strike me about her... First of all, her voice is amazing. Yeah. It's as good live as it is recorded. It is. really, really strong. And she's built some time. I think she learned because her previous tour, she had to take some time off for vocal problems. She had surgery. But she's built a lot of time between dates so her voice can recover, which I think is very smart. Yeah. But then the other thing, in addition to just her her ability to perform and her strong voice and all that, was in an arena setting, her ability to engage to connect with and people. connect. It, it felt was, very personal. It felt intimate, even though it was an arena show. She does the same set list every night. But her banter between the songs. <laughs> and there's a lot. She talks a lot. She's a if you've seen interviews with her or anything, she's very personable. She's very, yeah. she has a great personality. She swears a lot, but she's trying not to. And that was uh-huh. amusing too. Cause she'd swear and then she'd get upset she'd be about like, oh, it. And, oh shit. There are kids in the audience. Oh um, shit. I swore again. <laughs> but she did. She talked about some of the things she'd seen while she'd, she'd been in the twin cities for a few days. I suppose to get over jet lag before the tour started. Yeah. And so she talked about that and she made it a very personal show. She brought some people up on stage and talked to them and, mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a canned show, no. which sometimes arena shows can yeah. can feel that way. And especially when your set list is the same or yeah. similar from night to night. It was great. You know, she's yeah. not necessarily the type of music that I listen to often. She's, I mean. I Yeah. But I just. I have to I, be in a mood, but when I'm in that mood, she hits me where I live. I just have uh, such appreciation for her her ability and her talent and. Yeah. And she, her songs are really good. Yes. You know, it's, it's she was funny because early in the set, she said something like, um, okay, we're going to get through some of these, so, some of these upbeat songs that so we can all cry together. Or, yeah. And it's like, she knows like, her she audience knows. and she knows that it's, it, she, she knows who she is. She knows who her audience is. Um, 
I, she seems very self-aware, which I appreciate. Very mm-hmm. self-deprecating, which yes, I always love. which I love. And it seems she seems genuine. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I and charming is the other word that charming, I heard a lot of people so use. So charming. It's like you come away. It's like how how could you not want to hang out with how her? How could you not like her? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a it was a great show. If you have a chance to see her live, do it. Absolutely, and I tell you, if she and even if even if you have balcony seats, just go. Yeah. If she ever does decide, she'll fill the space with her personality. She's just so warm. Yeah. If she ever decided to do a a residency in Vegas, I know this isn't oh. our Vegas show. She'd make a killing. She would make. It, oh, I'd go. Absolutely, I would go multiple times. I think. Yeah. I just, yeah. It would be a, a really good show. I could oh see that happening God. eventually. I could too. She might want to do that. Yeah, because she's making some serious bank right now. Oh, I mean, be. she can sell out arenas. She sold out the whole tour. Uh, sold out as sold out as things get. But I mean, right? Yeah, because tickets for the sh- the two shows. In our area, sold out like what within a half hour. Yep, yeah, it was very very quick. So if you have a chance to see Adele, please do. She's like I said, wonderful. I know we usually play more like upbeat stuff and rock stuff. And yeah, fuck man, she when you when you see somebody who's that talented. When I feel like feeling my feelings, I know I said feel like ten <laughs> times there, but and the thing is, she doesn't make me cry. I just. Like, when I just want to get in touch with being sad, but not necessarily losing my shit, that's who I go to. A lot of people cry. Yeah. I don't know that I've cried. I got a little <laughs> teary during the show. Well, you know what? And this is. It was hard to not get choked up during that show, though. This is the thing with me at concerts. I love the live music experience. And when there's somebody whose voice is so familiar and powerful and powerful, like when she first came out and you first hear it, hello, it's yeah. hard not to, I just got to chill. It's hard not to get that. a little lump in your throat. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just her. It's there are a lot of shows like that. I think it's like this. Um, even though I, you know, we've been to so many shows, I still get excited about them and I'm still like, yeah, it's still a, an event yeah. for me a lot of times, yeah. especially when it's a little bit bigger show or somebody that I really, really love. Mm-hmm. And when they come out and first start singing, and I hear their voice and I see them, yeah, it there is a certain, um, just like almost like a release, just like oh, I've been waiting for this, and I just yeah. like, so I do get a lump in my throat. Yeah. And sometimes I, I've I cr- I've cried at plenty of concerts. Oh, yeah. Can I share something really weird? Okay. So when the song Hello came out, uh-huh. somebody we knew had just passed on, and I didn't know this person very well, but it hit me very hard. And whenever I hear the song Hello, and part of it is that hello from the other side oh, thing, interesting. I immediately thought of this person. It was just like, I just had goosebumps. Huh. Well, then you make connections like that, too, and it's yeah. even a greater thing. But Yeah. Um, so thumbs up to the Adele show all the way around. Yeah. I, I can't. Even if you're like, well, you know, she's all right. I, you'll you'll be blown away by how good she is. Oh yeah, and what a fun show it is. Yeah, especially that's the other thing too for a show that's kind of heavy given the the music. Given the mater- yeah, it material. Yeah, it does. She she keeps it light. Yeah, she, she talks about her her music and where the songs came from, and she jokes about it. She jokes about herself. Mm-hmm. And it, you don't. But she also can get very serious. Yeah, like the Bob Dylan song she dedicated to. Alton Sterling. Yeah. That that gave me chills, it didn't, too. The that show didn't really, feel whoa. overbearing or heavy in any way to me, which for this type of music, I could see how it could. But yeah. it's still, it's still like, I left feeling like good. 
I did too. I yeah. left feeling so good, like just alive. Oh, so then the other thing too is, and I don't, I don't know. It's not a big surprise. This happens at a lot of big concerts, but at the end of the show, confetti cannons. Oh, but this is great though. The difference is all her confettis. There were like little slips of paper that had her handwriting on them. Not necessarily her like she had written them out. And they'd been photocopied. But they'd been, obviously. yeah, right. But it was either like a line from a song. Most or thank were, you for coming. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's kind of a cool little yeah. touch. We, I, I grabbed a bunch and I've kept got a, them. I've got a few of them. Yeah, yeah. I've got a handful. Um, again, just a nice little, little, like, oh, that's really kind of a cool thing. I haven't yeah. seen that before. Yeah. Usually it's just generic confetti. It comes out right. and you don't think anything right. of it. But, and you're picking know. it out of your hair for the next <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, it was a really, really fun show. So, it was. I'm so glad we went. It was me just, too. Yeah, it was... I will see her again. I, I, no, I will too. No question. Yeah. Having seen her twice now, it's like, well, she'll be somebody I want to see every time she comes through town. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that was great. Ticketmaster willing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well, we can always get them the same day. As right. you said, it's never sold out. You can, right. If you want to go bad enough, you if can If you go. want to go badly enough. If you're saying yeah. you're not going because it's sold out, you're not, you don't want to go trying. badly enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it doesn't mean you have to pay ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. Just wait till the day of and see what happens. I'd say a couple. The, uh, usually, there's a ticket dump a few days before for big arena shows, and then yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they'll build the stage and they'll have extra seats. Yeah, they'll realize they have extras, so they. It depends on the setup and all that, but a lot of times too, I think they have some held back for either radio station giveaways or yep. or um, you know, they hold a certain number back for friends of the band and things like that, and. Sometimes they don't end up using a lot of those, so they can be pretty good tickets that are available the day of or the day before. So it's it's worth keeping an eye on. Mm-hmm. All right, what's Springsteen uh, used to do that a lot? He too. still does. Yeah, they've got. Yeah, I don't know if he still has the Man in Black who, for a long time, he would have. Yes, the mysterious Man in Black who would walk the perimeter of the upper levels and find people who had shitty seats and bring them down and give them really good seats up in front. Yeah, he's been known to do that. I don't know if he still does that on his most recent tours, but yeah, that's been a thing with him for a long time. Yeah. Kind of a cool thing. You have shit seats and suddenly you're sitting, you know, in the first Mm -hmm. 10 rows or something. I... I wish they would do the pit the way they used to, where the pit was just on sale rather than all general admission and then you line up and it's luck of the draw whether you get in the pit or not. I don't want to have to dedicate six hours to trying to get... And, to and we got screwed over big time. We were like, what, two people from being in the pit yeah, that one time. And it was just so... Now we've quit trying. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're done. This is a sign. We need to not do this ever. Yeah. Yeah. What else do we want to listen to? Let's see. What do I have on my playlist? Just, just I don't have your playlist up yet. Oh. I can't. I have to switch between them. It takes a couple minutes. Okay. Not... Uh, let's see. This is this is exciting. Oh crap. Like You have the list of topics. I do have the list of topics. Should I should I talk about some Oops. more stuff? Throw something out. Oops, why is it too? Or how that? about a song or a topic? Whatever you want. We're professional on this show. Um you remember admit- that time Max killed the bunny and we can't sit out on the deck and enjoy ourselves anymore? <laughs> what you mean times? <laughs> He's killed two rabbits. He's killed two. Yeah, I had to clean this okay, so then I'll look for a song while you're talking we have about a, this. Yeah, I'm bringing up your playlist here, maybe. Um, we have a a deck on our 
home in our backyard. We love it. And from the basement- We spend a lot of time out there in the summers. From our basement laundry room, we have a window that, if we did not have a deck, it would, you know, it's a small basement window that would look out in the backyard. Now, because the deck was built before we moved in, the window looks out under the deck. And I can see rabbits- that sometimes live under the deck. Almost mm-hmm. every year we get rabbits, and sometimes yeah. they just hang out for a little while. Sometimes they live there for weeks and months at a time. Sometimes they reproduce under there. Sometimes they do, and we've had that happen recently, and I noticed a few days ago, I said, I told you, uh, I, there are two very small rabbits under our deck. This is not going to end well. This is not going to end well, and sure enough, that afternoon, Max caught and killed one. And it was so close uh, to making it out of the yard, too. I know. Because they're not used to danger. They're still getting used to the world and it being a dangerous place. Yeah. Sucked. Yeah. And luckily, it was in one piece. And luckily, first, he didn't poop with it in his mouth. Well, at first, it wasn't. He set it down, and it was still twitching oh, and chirping. God. And making And I was trying noises. to get him away from it, but then he grabbed it again, and I'm like, okay, fin- please finish just, it off so I don't have just to. Shake. And then he shook it, and it was done. And that was better than me having to yeah. smack it with a shovel or something. Yeah. I, I just wanted it to end quickly uh, for everyone. I don't, um, I don't particularly cle- like cleaning up dead no. rabbits. No. That one was tiny, and it wasn't garbage oh. day, so I ended up digging a hole... And burying outside it outside of the perimeter of the fence. And yeah, so it, he wouldn't dig it up. So yes, that was enjoyable. Having dogs is fun. The other rabbit is still around, mm-hmm. and we've been very—I've been protective of it. I've been. Well, looking... I don't want it to die. I mean, no. th- yeah, sure they—you know—they're little fuckers, but they're cute, and I don't want. They're it not to die. like fucking geese, though. No, they're, they're not, not assholes. No, they're not. No, they just eat. They just eat all the shrubbery and whatnot. Yeah. But who cares? But the shrubbery always grows back. We don't have gardens, so we don't care that much. Yeah. If I could eat the neighbor's garden, I don't care. (laughs) The neighbor's garden's elevated, so. Uh, You know what? That doesn't make a difference. I've seen rabbits in there. They can jump (laughs) up there. It's not that high. Uh, I have your playlist up if you want me to play something. Um, Is there anything you would like to hear? I'm not playing One Direction. We've already established that. Can you play the Zane song? Isn't that a One Direction guy? Maybe. No, we're not playing. Okay. <laughs> Here, I'm going to play the Dolly Rots. All right. It's a Blink-182 cover. Love the Dolly Rots. I have things to say about the Dolly Rots when the song's done. Me too. Good things. Simple. 
Dolly Rots. Oh God! They're I've I love them. A great appreciation for them. What were you going to talk about related to the Dolly Rots? They're just so good to their fans. That's the thing that blows me away about them. I don't know like what their level of I don't know how much stuff they sell. I don't know mm-hmm. what their level of fame or popularity. We haven't seen them live yet. And I want to accept. Damn it! The time they're coming here, I'm going out of town. You, I know you can feel free to go. But... I know, but the thing that they're playing is like a forty band. Festival two thing. day yeah. festival thing, and they're doing an acoustic set, which I don't. That's fine. I'd go see an acoustic set. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe we'll see. I know they're recording an album with a producer who resides here. They're recording so here in maybe September. They will do a couple more shows. Uh, I don't know. She's going to be very she, pregnant by that point. Oh, that's true. And that's very true. I think that's the last. She, they're doing a handful of these acoustic dates, and I think that's the last show that they're uh, doing. Yeah. And it's because they're recording around that time. I would imagine they'll want to focus on recording and not live mm-hmm. shows. So I'm not holding my breath for another yeah. show. But and she'll probably be want to be back yeah. home to pop out the kid. Mm-hmm. But um, they do. So you don't want to fly after a certain point. Yeah, they crowdfund their albums. They have for a long time through. I don't know. I think they've been doing pledge music like everybody else. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't remember. They've done a couple different things. But they do a lot of stage it shows. Yeah, which that's cool. I've, those are I, fun. I watched one or two of those, and they'll do themed stage at shows. Where yeah, they'll do a certain era. Like they'll do. A, Did they do the girl one? groups? Yeah, and they've done certain artists too. Oh, it was so good. But they, um, one of the things that I love is you know, so they'll crowdfund their albums. And they have some really cool things that they offer. Like uh-huh. they'll they'll give away their for higher, obviously prices. They give away like guitars and, mm-hmm. um, but even for some of the lower stuff, it's very personal stuff. Like one yeah. of the. They kind of inspired some of the things that I did. Yeah. In, in fact, oh for sure. Like their most recent album, I got a handwritten postcard, and there was a guitar pick taped to it. That was a nice thing. And what was cool about that is on the postcard, she clearly remembered that previously when they offered personalized versions of mm-hmm. their song, because, because I'm, I'm awesome, awesome, and I had them personalize it. Five Hundies awesome. Mm-hmm. She clearly remembered doing the vocals on that because on the postcard she noted Five Hundies Awesome. That's so remembering cool. that. Yeah. Um and I've emailed with them and they've just been really responsive. Mm-hmm. And 
I just, I have great respect for the way. Oh, and the other thing is, so that song is a good example. I think, was that a giveaway? Yeah. They just put out Yeah, they put out stuff for free. A lot. And sometimes it's just for people who have contributed to their Kickstarter stuff. Sometimes, and sometimes it's, it's just, just for people everybody. people on the email list. I just love that. Yeah. I love that. It's like, they're not just worried about making a buck. I think they know, build a fan base mm-hmm. and... They're just so talented, though. The fan base will support them. I love that cover. So I'm excited. Like, they have a new album coming out. I'm like, great. I can't yeah. wait to see yeah. what they're going to do for crowdfunding. And it doesn't matter really that much because I'm going to contribute to it mm-hmm. because I just really like them and I want them to, to do succeed. well and make some yeah. money. I I've, I I love them a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're good peeps. And I like their music. But I just like the way that they treat people and they treat mm-hmm. their fans and mm-hmm. the way they go about their business, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, indeed. Yeah. That song reminded me, so I used to, so it was a Blink-182 cover. I used to listen to Enema of the State a lot. Really? I had this six CD changer in my car. Yeah. And that was one of them. And I just remember driving home from work in downtown Minneapolis and listening to that album. Huh. I haven't listened to a lot of Blink lately, but I do have an appreciation for them. I do too. I, they have a new album out and it's- I know they've been I've touring, I've heard a couple yeah. songs that are, they're very- con- they're, it's consistent with what That's they what were. You I need, yeah, I'd like to. I should listen to the whole thing. Awesome. Yeah, but they're just so poppy, right? And fun. Yeah, they write great hooks. That's, yeah, I think they kind of got slagged on for a while, but I don't know. I I appreciate their that album's excellent. They've got a lot of really good songs. I, yeah. I appreciate Blink. I yeah. have no problems with them at all. So, what else? What, what should see. I play something? Should we talk about another show? Show? What do you want to? Oh, let's talk about another show. Talk about garbage. Ooh, that like, was the night after Adele. I like garbage. I know we were so hard, we saw hardcore. three shows in five days, which for old people is pretty good. Exactly. We'll play some garbage. We saw garbage. This was our fifth or sixth time at least seeing garbage. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the show? Great. Just it, fantastic. Shirley Manson still has just a, a tremendous am- amount of energy. An amazing stage presence, yes. an amazing voice, an amazing look, all of it. Yeah. And I'm not just like, yeah, 
I have a thing for Shirley. It's no secret. Oh, well, so do I. <laughs> Rightly so. I love her. That. I mean, I just, I love her. It's not even just like, oh, Shirley look great. It's like, Shirley is a fucking goddess. Yes. <laughs> yes. She rules the room. I Weren't there VIP packages or something where I you could know. meet? Because I don't think I could handle that. I think I would completely lose it if I were to meet her. <laughs> I would just be a mess. I would be an absolute mess. Because I, I just admire her so much. I love how strong her voice is. I love that she's a very strong personality. On, yeah. Like on, on Facebook, she posts some stuff that like could turn off fans because it's very opinionated about yeah. what's going on in the world and stuff. But she she addressed that a little bit in during the show and just said, mm-hmm. look, I'm at a point where I feel like I need to use my position to mm-hmm. express what I think and... I'm sure she knows that she's probably lost some fans because of that because some people get really upset about that, which I understand. But yeah. I don't know. I just sh- I love her. I she can do no wrong for me. She they, they put on a great show. Butch Vig was not on drums because he's what was it that he's dealing with? Was he sick or was he? No. Did he have another commitment? No, it's um oh he's having some sinus issues that oh, prevent him from playing from drums. flying. Oh, I thought flying. it was just from playing, too. Okay. But I think it was flying, too. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. So he's skipping some of the shows yeah. until that's patched up. But whoever they had filling in was decent. It was good. And the band was tight. Yeah, the band was great. We saw them. Yeah. Uh, when did they come through last? Four years ago, maybe? I think so. I could look. I've got the... Yeah. Um. But yeah, they... Oh, yeah, because they were at Mill City Nights, which is a horrible name for a club, but... I'm just pulling up my, I track my concerts in setlist.fm. Uh-huh. The thing is, though, like, the more I, on the one hand, I think I would cry if I met her, but on the other hand, I totally want to hang out with her because 2013. Everything, everything you read and see, she's just so, like Adele, she's just so personable. Well, then, while she was here, she recorded a segment for The Current's morning show. Yeah. And the, uh... They played it, and it was a theft of the dial where she played a bunch of bands that she's mm-hmm. into. Yeah, and and I entire, discovered some really cool shit through that. Well, too. the entire morning afterwards, the DJs and you could tell again it was very genuine. They were mm-hmm. talking about like, oh my god, she was so awesome to be around. She yeah, just, her. They said her personality and her laugh filled the room. Yeah, it's like oh, good. I love she, the sound of her laugh. She's just yeah. I love that they. You could tell that they were genuinely like, oh my god, she was so much cooler than we would have expected, and. That makes me happy that she's Me too. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That not only is she just this amazing, talented person, and she's just this force that you... If you follow her on social media, she's just... I, I'm just happy that she's on my computer and, you know, <laughs> on my screen. But, yeah, just to hear that, oh, she's also, you know, just really fun to be with in person. And, oh, she's... Oh, I can't say enough good things about her. Yeah. So I yeah, April 2013 was when we last saw them. Okay. And before that, it was 2005. Uh, one of the things about the 2013 show is that the audience was a lot... I don't know if it was the audience was a lot older or technology hasn't caught up, but I remember seeing a lot more cell phones at the show that we recently saw, and some motherfucker had a selfie stick, and I just yeah. wanted to walk over and beat them with it. <laughs> yeah. I have to say... But the audience... I mean, other than that, the audience was really good. I've noticed more at shows now that I, after... A lot of times 
after the first couple songs, the phones aren't as prominent. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like, I want to document that I'm here and yeah. now I'm done. I've been guilty of doing a couple of periscopes lately. So, uh, but no, I, but I, you were like, you were subtle about it. Part of it is I'm really did. tall and I can have the phone like down low where nobody's, yep. nobody even sees that it's out. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm concerned. Like, I don't want the person behind me having to watch the show through my phone. Yep. Instead, they're staring directly at my back because I'm too tall, but <laughs> that's their problem. Well, that's their problem. They should have gotten there earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to talk at all about Garbage's opener? Yes. Was Christian Control. Christian I think Control. I have a song on the playlist oh, okay. as well. So uh, it's you um do I will play it. Um, the woman from the Dum Dum Girls, and it's her new incarnation as an '80s band. Yeah, so Dum Dum Girls was like like kind of a '60s '60s girl group, group kind sound, of sound, which I absolutely love. But I love this too. Well, I always looked to see who the opener is, and I started playing songs, and then I looked at their bio. I'm like, oh, it's the woman from Dum Dum Girls, which we really like them. And this is a totally different sound. But I still love it. They were good, yeah. They were good. It fit really well um, with the vibe of the show, I guess. Very keyboard and sample based, mm-hmm. but they sounded really good. It was still, I could tell they weren't they weren't super polished. Yeah. Um, I don't think they've necessarily been, been together that long. I don't know for sure, but they didn't, to me, it didn't seem like, oh, they've been... It still seemed a little raw. Yeah. Like, but it was good. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Well, let's listen to the song a little bit and then talk a little more after. We had a little technical error there in the uh, or difficulties there in the song. Oh, no, you're sorry. Okay. So, um, very 80s sounding. Yes. I loved it. I just found myself like... You liked it more. I liked it, but you liked it a lot more than I did. Yeah. Right? There was just something... 
The first song I didn't like so much because uh-huh. she had this really weird hand dance that she was doing. Yeah, the choreography was a little lame. Yeah. But about the third song, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's girl. Got a, it's got a certain sound to it that I like. I think she's very talented. She's yeah. obviously pulling off a couple different. Different personas. Yeah. I wonder if Dum Dum Girls is done or if it's just. I, possibly. There was an interview with her, again, on the current blog. Uh-huh. About how she wanted to move into this new thing, but she felt like she needed to rename it. Yeah, that was a good idea. People have an expectation when they hear the Dum Dum Girls. Yeah, that there's going to be a certain sound. Yeah, they were a good opener. They. Yeah. I, I enjoyed them a great deal. Yeah, they they were just very poppy, very hooky. I just like like I said, it took me a couple songs, but once I got into it, I was there, and it was just. Yeah, there was just something about it that was just like, this sounds like my childhood. <laughs> nice. I'm going to play more garbage. Yeah. Oh, God, this song. I-, I have some words after we're done with this. The um, I was During the show, I kept thinking to myself, like, garbage represents the my favorite 90s music, I think. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just... There's a lot of shit in the '90s, but yeah, but they're, they they're one of the bands that, above it. Yeah, they're one of the bands that I continue continually still migrate to from that era. good they have so many hits so so many good songs this song i was like oh my god i haven't heard this in so long and it's so good i need to listen to it again and again and again there were i haven't been listening to garbage that much lately but yeah there were a lot of songs during the show where i'm like oh i love that song i love that song yes like yes that's exactly it yeah oh and garbage 2.0 is one of my favorite albums of all time possibly yeah i love a lot of songs off that album yeah it's yeah. just some, It's energetic, but it's also dark. Yeah. There's just some, and it's hooky. I I need a good hook. That's what I need, and yep. that's what they bring. Yep. Wonderful show. And 
enjoyed oh, every second of it. I love Shirley. Actually, I shouldn't say that. We the, the encore kind of sucked. We left we left like right before the last song. Yeah, having some technical issues and it just yeah we kind of fell apart and we were tired as shit. We were really tired. Yeah. So, so we I, snuck out. We're during sorry. The last song, we're sorry, Shirley. It's all right. I don't think she minds. We had a great time. Oh, yeah. Like overall, the show like we've got good. Like when I think of the show, I'm gonna think of good things. Yes. I think like, it was about three songs, three three to five songs too long. Yeah. Maybe that was just because I was tired. Or, yeah, we were we had been out the night before, yeah. and you know, we're old people, so we can't go out two nights in a row, especially on school nights. That's so. true. Yep. I don't regret going. It was a great time. It was, oh, it was wonderful. And this, we saw them in the Skyway Theater, which was an interesting venue. Yeah, previously we had only seen stand-up comedy shows there. Yeah. We saw David Cross, and then more recently we saw Sarah Silverman. We and, should talk about that, too. Yes, we should. And... um. And the, it's a weird room. It's very the, the good thing about it is that it's angled. Yeah. So you we could stand You've got in the great back. Great sight lines. Yeah, great sight lines. We could stand in the back and we're overseeing, looking over everybody, which I always am because I'm tall. Right. But for you, it was even better because. Yeah. But that puts pressure but, on your feet and your legs. Really and your back. Yeah. yeah. So it was a weird angle to be standing. Yeah. I was doing a. I was doing some stretches. That during room, the show, it was better than I thought it would be for live music yeah. after having only the seen it for comedy. The sound was decent, and the, thing the that always, sight lines were good. When we were there seeing uh, seeing David Cross, I remember thinking, I don't know if I'd ever want to see live music here because it looks like the type of room where if something went wrong, people would get trampled or killed because it's on the oh. second floor and yeah. there's a real, the staircase is- It's a fire hazard. Yeah. it's And, and the whole room is draped in curtains. I'm yeah. Like, I would never see any band that would have any sort of pyro. It would Great White is right it out. It would, yeah. It would be a bad, bad scene, but- it's a weird room, too, because it was a strip club yeah. for a while. Yeah. It's been a bunch of things, but yeah. it was a strip club for a while. So it's got that aura. Well, you can see, I kept looking. You can see poles. Yeah, there's there's like this section off to the side where they have some tables and chairs. But then in the distance, you can see it must have, it was probably like the champagne room. I hope that didn't sound insensitive, my great white thing, because that was horrific and horrible. Oh, no, no. There were booths that had individual poles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a weird scene. Yeah. So... But um, having seen a show there now, I'd be, I'd, I'd go see stuff there again. Oh, I would too. Just stand close to the exits like we were. <laughs> oh, exactly. But I like standing in back anyway because the way the floor was sloped, then yeah. you'd be up high. And it was still, it was a small enough room where you still had a great view. We didn't yep. take any pictures though. No. I think it's thundering. Oh well. It's a, well. And now Max is mad at the. It's thunder. okay, buddy. It's just weather. Yep. Uh, what else? What else we gonna? Should we talk about Sarah Silverman? Yes, we should. She was fantastic too. Everybody, she everything was we've been going to. I, um, so I've seen her obviously on television, and I've seen some of her stand-up sh- acts that she's put out, um, like on DVD and, um, you know, places like that. And I've liked her. I haven't been completely blown away by her. Like I think like Jesus's magic was pretty funny, but there are parts that I'm like, meh. I wasn't. I didn't love. Uh, seeing her live, though, she oh was God. great. She was phenomenal. And she was under the weather. Yeah. But she pulled it off, and mm-hmm. she was just, she was really, really funny. I would, again, go see her in a heartbeat, too. And then she had that weird health scare right, right after. after yeah, where and she thought, she, she said she almost died. I know. I'm just glad she's still with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I got to see her, though, too. Yeah. She just. She just, Yeah. She like laid into people who showed up late. Mm-hmm. She tried to give away their seats, but the management made her made them give them back. And yeah, she kind of gave them shit for like, really, you can't 
You there was, we had an opening intent- act. You're like 40 minutes after the ticket time and you expect to just stroll in. Fuck you. <laughs> so great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Like, And it's not rude. It's like those people are being rude. They des- deserve to be yeah. given shit. I think. It's like, I don't know. There might be an extenuating circumstance where, okay. Oh, no. Because they. They were, they were, they do that shit all the did time. Did the woman though. say that she was pumping breast milk and that's why they were late? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, well, no. fuck that. Start half an hour earlier, bitch. Yeah. It was lame. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for some people, it was forgivable. For those people, it's like, you do this shit all the time. No, no. If you show up that late, no, it's not, it's not forgivable. I. People who show up late for shows like that, they show up all, late all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I know there are exceptions, but... Very few, though. Yeah. 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 God, why do I always defend the exceptions? People who are late are... People who are late are chronically late, and fuck them. I have no time of day for them. It's rude. <laughs> I, I've never had... Like, it's the same people who walk in late to meetings and want you to recap the whole thing that they missed. Oh, fuck that. I know. It's like, you are so self-important. Fuck you. I I have no. No, we're getting started. Other nope. people are here. They're being paid, and let's just get the show on the road. Yep. Yeah. So no, I don't apologize for. I have friends who are, who are chronically late, and I mm-hmm. give them shit about it. It's like. There are times this is I'm, very preventable. Yeah, there are times <laughs> I'm five minutes late for dinner. And I feel horrible because traffic. Like I I time, I think, I'm just gonna like make a big old mess of myself right now but it's like all right oh I so plan- you're one of them no sometimes you're not chronically late now when i'm with you at least that's good that's because i make sure that's- that we're out the door i know that's because you wait too long to start getting ready yeah yeah truth it is it is true all right what else what else do we have mm-hmm. <laughs> what, do you what play? else do we have uh let's see um do we want to talk about billy i Oh my God, Billy. Um, <laughs> yes. Billy Idol, that is. Mm. No, we're on a first name basis. We talked about Billy Idol probably on our la- one of our last couple shows, but we saw him again. He came through town. Played First Avenue last week. He looked good. Sounded good, too.
So we've we've thoroughly reviewed Billy Idol's sh- shows before because we mm-hmm. saw him, you know, in Vegas. What I would say about this show, uh, I I'd, I'd say I like the Vegas show more, but that's yeah. because everything is more fun in Las Vegas, right? And it was a little bit more hits packed than this one. And we were closer to the front too. That that too. That helped. But this is a phenomenal show. Yeah. And he did. Um, he still did about two hours. Um, not quite. He didn't do. He didn't do Cradle of Love, didn't do Sweet Sixteen, didn't yeah. do L.A. Woman, but otherwise he did, you know, a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. Um, did some stuff I've never heard before, yeah, which was good. Like it's like, oh, I kind of want to dig into his catalog a little bit now. Me too. Um, sounded really good for the most part. Yes, there was on the on. I um, thought he sounded better in Vegas. He did. He did. In fact, so when he was doing Camp um, Camp Break Me Down off yeah. the new album, yeah. His voice was really flat yeah. during that. But other than that, like when he was doing his Billy Idol, like when he was higher. Like this song was fucking When he great. was higher or lower, it was good. It was like there was the a, middle a certain range. middle where you got yeah. a little off key. But that was only like one or two songs. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't enough to be like, oh, God. No, I, yeah. I still thought he sounded For the most really part, good. he sounded fabulous. It was fun. It was full house and everybody was having a good time. And yeah. And he did a cover of Controversy. That was the other thing, too. So... He, he, um, yeah, a couple, two things that he did that were like, it seems like everybody who comes through town now needs to pay tribute to Prince, which I appreciate. Which I'll go back to the Adele thing in a minute. Yeah, yeah. So he did Controversy, which was really good. And then the other thing he did was he was just going to do two songs for the encore. Yeah. But uh, when he and Steve Stevens came out. Steve Stevens. Oh my God. He's so fucking great. He melts my face with his guitar. He's, <laughs> He's just, amazing. Eyes without a face. I, I just had eyes because my face had melted off. So they because of Steve Stevens. They ended up doing an extra song and uh, they did um, help me out here. What was the first song um, of the encore? To be a lover. To be a lover and which at- he did in Vegas acoustic also. Yes. But I. I love that song. I just love that song. It wasn't something he was going to do at this show, but he said he said right before he goes, "Oh, let's do an extra song." Yeah, they did that, and then afterwards he said, "The reason I wanted to do that song is because Prince was once asked what songs he liked by Billy Idol, and that's the song that he mentioned." Oh, so, again, it was another. It was cool that he he did that. And you mentioned that there was a special where he was interviewed. It was either 2020 or Dateline, right after yeah. Prince died, that he was one of the people that was interviewed. So clearly, he has a. He has an affection for yeah 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 for whatever reason. Um, I mean, a lot of musicians, most musicians, <laughs> have a great respect for Prince. But yeah. yeah, I think there might be a little something more in terms of Billy's mm-hmm. appreciation for him. Yeah. So can we talk about how we're still like not over that, and we probably won't be for a really really long time, if ever. It's getting a little bit better, um, but it's still hard. I still see certain things or hear certain things and still get choked up. Yep. I just it still doesn't yeah. seem real. Yeah. It's not in front of me every day, so that helps. But yes. And I've oh. been able to move on and listen to music other than just his. But right. holy shit. But man. it's just it's it lingering. Hurts. It hurts. It really does. Like and I think I mentioned this on the show that we did earlier, that part of it is mourning future opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like we're never gonna see him again. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's still not real. Mm-hmm. It's been three months and it still doesn't feel real. No, no. Oh, the BET Awards, though. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Again, that hit me too, but... Yeah. But in yeah. a good way, like... 
throughout the whole show, they had tributes, which was really cool. They had different mm-hmm. people doing tributes, and they were all really, really good. But then mm-hmm. Sheila E. came out, and it was a bunch of members, uh, former a members of his band. A lot of surprises. Band. Well, the one that surprised me, and we were sitting here watching it, and so Sheila E. is on drums, and mm-hmm. and a few other recognizable, and not maybe not recognizable. Like I'm like I think there's other people that have played with him, but I don't know who they all are. Yeah. Um, but mainly from the NPG era, not so oh. not like Revolution people. But anyway, NPG era though. So oh, it was God. a it was um it was yes. a medley of songs, and and then some dancers came out, and I realized that one of the three dancers was his ex wife Maite, mm-hmm. who we've talked about before because she was a big part of the era when we were. And I realized who it was. And I'd like gasped. I just went <gasps> and like yeah. I got so ch- I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. Yeah, I just yeah. like because that's I'm just so glad she was a part of that. Yeah, me too. Um, it was an amazing performance and mm-hmm. just an amazing tribute. And yeah. You can find it online. If you haven't watched it, it's really, I think we still have it on TiVo. I can't delete it. <laughs> I know. It's at, okay. At the end, they had his blue cloud guitar, and they're holding it up. And yeah. Like, Holy uh, shit. It was just... Yeah, Sheila E. did such a good job just with that. It. She just... Yeah. Like, it's like his spirit was there. Yeah. I'm glad that she was given the opportunity to put that together because mm-hmm. she knew how to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Then she put out a song a couple of days later that's pretty hard to listen to. It's a good song. It's but, very simple, but it's yeah. about it's very much about him and her meeting him and oh, oh that'll kill you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I still have a lot of unresolved feelings. Yep. All right. We need to listen to something uplifting to okay. uh any suggestions? Let's see. What's let me go back to my playlist here. Um, uh, One Direction, drag me down. No. <laughs> uh, how about how about some Lizzo? I know we played Good as Hell in the last show. We can play it again because it's a damn good song. Or we can play the other we'll Lizzo play, song. I'll play the other one. Oh, it's a good song too. All right. <laughs> I'm 
we're all over the place with stylistically this week. I know. <clears throat> I love Lizzo. Lizzo's great. I love Lizzo so much. There's some interesting things on your playlist here. Do I? Yeah. Huh. How did this get on here? Oh, because, oh God, that's gone in and out of my head all summer and it's so inappropriate, but I love it so much. This is like the opposite of, you know, strong woman rap. I so wish we were a video podcast right now. <laughs> I, I'm doing some reenactments, baby. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you could you could probably pause that because it pretty much repeats that whole thing for about five minutes. Yeah, little John's a little repetitive. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I love both of those songs for different reasons. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see what uh, we've talked about. All the shows we've been to recently, mm-hmm. I think. I think so. Um, oh, Adele Prince. Um, yeah. So Adele said, so during her first show before the encore, she played the most beautiful girl in the world. Then the show we were at, she played Raspberry Beret. The vi- the video. The video played on the screen before the encore. Yeah, and she came out and said. I would do a Prince cover, but it's fucking Prince, so... <laughs> she said she doesn't think anybody should cover Prince. Yeah. But at the same time, like I understand why she did what she did, but at the same time, I understand why artists want to pay their respects by covering him. Yeah. I don't have any problem with covers. Yeah. Yeah. I like that people are coming through and paying their respects. Me I too. That's very nice. Yep. Well, I said that to uh, after Billy Idol. It's not even just the Prince thing. I love that... Um, people have great respect for the Minneapolis music scene, and it seems like it's become even more of a thing for people who come through to acknowledge the influences that they have that are from here, whether it's a replacements cover or a hold steady cover or and something. And then it fucking kicks ass. There's a lot man. of that. It's, it's cool. Yeah, but... every time Frank Turner comes through, he plays a hold steady cover, which I just absolutely love. Yeah. But there have been other. other people who've come through and they'll do a, a few lines from a Husker Du song or a replacement yeah. song or something, and. Like, right. Fuck, man. Yeah, cool. You get yeah, it. <laughs> you get it. Yep. Oh, okay. So speaking of great Twin Cities musicians. Yes. The current, the local current yes. web channel has been playing Trip Shakespeare, Twilight Hours, Semisonic. I'm going to have to switch over to my yes, playlist now because I've got all kinds do. of stuff here. Because I tried to, I couldn't find your Twilight Hours stuff, but please... Oh. Please pick something appropriate. Uh, give me a minute. I guess it's going to take okay. a minute. Okay. To... So I'll, I'll, just, I'll just ramble. So Local Current, it's the online version of The Current, but they it's their all... All local All stream. local stuff, which, you know, is Twin Cities in Minnesota. And, and for 24 hours, they're playing everything that Matt Wilson and John Munson have been involved in because The Twilight Hours, which is a band that they collaborate in, has a new release and it's called Black Beauty and it's been really really nice just listening to all the great music that they've produced. Yeah, so the new standards. Yep. Which 
John Munson is in. Yeah. And Trip Shakespeare, which they're both in. Yep. And Semi-Sonic, which John is in. And then Matt Wilson, they played some of his solo stuff. The Flops, which is essentially Twilight Hours, pre-Twilight Hours. Yeah. It's just been They've got a great so history. nice. I've just, like, the whole afternoon, I was just sitting on the couch listening to the stream of it, and it was just so relaxing and nice. Yeah, so let me play one of the new songs off of Black Beauty. Um, I'm going to play the first song off the album because I really like it. Okay. Wilson's voice just gets oh, me. I know. I just, I'm so happy to hear new music with his voice on it. Yeah. I've been enjoying it a great deal. I've had it just a few days, and I'm. It's still sinking in, but I still I already have a few favorites off of the new album. Oh, good. Yep. Um. So yeah, it was fun listening to a bunch of semi-sonic stuff and a bunch of trip Shakespeare stuff. I I, I could go down that road all day long. Oh well, yeah, we could. I might. So Do I'm, it. I'm gonna play. Another Twilight Hour song from their last album. I feel like we probably played this when it came out um, a couple years ago, maybe. Uh, At some point, we might have. Yeah. This is one that it just, it's a heart punch. It just, 
Matt does that. Um, yeah, he does. He, I don't know if it's his voice or the, I don't know what it is, but he just has this sincerity. That might when be he, it. There's something about when he sings. Well, when he and Dan and John sing, there's just something. There's something true and pure. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So this song from the previous album is called Alone. It floors me every time. Love that band. I have a, I have a request. Yes. I don't think we've ever played this. Could you play "If You Miss Me" by Trip? I because that 
that is like the song that just fucking slays me. All right, Trip Shakespeare. The last song on their Lulu album. So good. If I woke up 
We're getting heavy with the slow jams tonight. I know. <laughs> I was, yeah. You know what's weird? What? So there are all these elements of the song, and I think they're greater. The song is greater than the sum of its parts, but I love that guitar sound. Yeah. Like it's almost like a surf guitar a sound. Bit, yeah. And I just love the, I'm a sucker for good backing vocal production. Well, that's one. Trip, and, Trip's harmonies have always been great. They're, ba- they're backing and vocals. And it's hooky as hell. Because they have three strong vocalists. And then you've got Matt singing and just... From a world of I love that whole album. Ah, every song. Yes, uh, yes. That's oh god, it's so good. <clears throat> that's my favorite trip album, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, what uh, else do we want to hear? Do you want to play Haley Bonner? Because I think that would lighten things up a little bit, and it's also just a kick-ass song. All right, it'll take her me, album comes out. It'll on, take me a minute to get back over to your sure. stuff. Her album comes out on August fifth. Haley Bonner, she. Um, it's a South Dakota gal like me, but then Aww. she made her home in the Twin Cities. Because you're not going to make it in South Dakota. No, sadly you're not. But The Dakota residents who have talent all move here to make it. <laughs> or California, like January Jones from Mad Men. Oh, is that where she's from? Yeah. I did not know that. January Jones. I'm probably related And what to about uh, Josh Dumal? He's from North Dakota. It's a Dakota. It's, it's a all Dakota. the same shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're related. I'm related to half of South Dakota. I love I've that decided. you assume you're related to. Dude, if you is the state that incestuous? <laughs> there are a lot of the same names throughout South Dakota. So really? yeah, huh. I wouldn't say incestuous. I just well, say if you're all related, large families, large families. That's what incestuous is. No, not if so everybody's much. related. Kind of is. You don't think so? I don't. I hope not. <laughs> All right. But it's like, you go to a family... Here's the thing. South Dakota doesn't have a lot of people in it. No shit. Always a place to park, though. Yeah, always a place to park. So when you've got a lot of people with the same name, you're pretty much related, and you're just spread out over this geographic area. So it's not incestuous, as you imply. All right, whatever. All right. Haley Bonner. New. Whoa. It's a loud one. Whoops. I got a 
Oh my God. So I heard that I was running errands today. In other words, I was at the mall and I was driving home and I almost had to pull over because the hook was just like, (laughs) you were overwhelmed by the hook. I was. I appreciate that. I respect that. It is good. Oh, so good. I pre ordered the album just so we could play that song on the show. Glad you did. I like Haley Bonner a lot. I do too. She's very talented. I remember. The I need to listen to her stuff more. I remember the first time we heard her, and it was at one of the new standards. I think it was at one of the new standards holiday shows. Oh, and she did River. Was that the first time we saw her live? I just remember her voice so like overtaking the room, and you yep. could hear a pin drop, and it was yep. just like this. Holy shit! Where did this come from? Yeah, it was just yeah, amazing. I don't know if that was the first time, but she did yeah, not been, a cover it, of Joni Mitchell's River at one of the holiday shows yeah. where. That's Everyone the one was just like, Ugh. That's the one I'm thinking of. Maybe yeah. we had seen her before that, but oh yeah. my God. Yeah. She's a talent. Yeah, she's I'm, wonderful. We're very fortunate. We, we are. Many, many. I mean, she's she's a local, essentially. Mm-hmm. If, if you move here to make it big, you're a local. Yep. If you move here for we, half a minute, you're a local. Oh, we, we claim you. But. We claim you. Jessica Lang lived in Stillwater for five minutes, and we're like, oh, she's local. <laughs> she lived here for a long time, actually. But Yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of wanting to be liked, which mm-hmm. is a big thing here. It's a weird mid it's like wanting to be liked, but at the same time don't get too full of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really it's weird a Midwest thing. Balance. Yeah. Oh, what else do we want to listen to? Oh, I don't wanna Midwest. I'm not done yet. Okay. I'm not either. Um, let's see, I have a couple more things on my list to talk about. Should we play a song or do you want to chat or what do you want to do? Let's play a song while we chat. Okay. You have any good background selections? Let's see. 
Where is my... Tegan and Sarah, the monkeys? Yeah. Tegan and e- Sarah? Either of those. We'll play Tegan and Sarah. I haven't listened to this album that much. I haven't either, but I, but I like to. it. I liked what yeah. I heard. Um, I have to get back to it. They... Um, They're so... Again, a good hook. Continues. A good hook slays me. Their last album was phenomenal, and this continues along the same sound. Yeah. We'll listen to a little bit and talk. pop song and it's a nice little callback to the garbage song earlier where we were talking about dirty little secrets yep all right what else do you have on your list to chat about this evening okay um i feel like this is the adele show but (laughs) so there's this beautiful diner yes in minneapolis on lake street called the hilo diner it's it's it's, uh it just opened a few months ago and it's a converted diner car that they brought in from Pennsylvania, I think. Yeah, and, and they, they refurbished, refurbished it. it, and it's like this it's old beautiful. school, cool ass diner. It's so like aesthetically, like my eyes are just so happy. And the reason you mentioned Adele is because on the Fourth of July they were closed, but they opened just for her and her crew. Yeah, and she had one of my favorite dishes there, which is the high top. They have- it. Yeah, it's a high top, and this particular high top is called the Gary Cooper. Their their high tops are their signature item, and it's like a it's a donut, but it's not like super sweet. It's like a donut. Let's say it's like a glazed donut without the glaze. Yeah, when you say so, they've got sweet and they've got savory. Because I bet on their sweeter stuff they put the glaze Do on. They? I don't know. But so they've got some savory ones because I've had two of the savory ones. I had a like a. Korean beef one, which was absolutely delicious, and then the Gary Cooper, which is... That's one I had. It's like chicken and waffles, except it's chicken and a donut and some gravy, and it's just fucking heaven in your face. Really, really good. It, it's one of my favorite things. Their fries are really good there, too, even though yes, they, they I are. usually don't like crinkle fries that much, but they, I think they change their grease out every yep. day, so it's very fresh, and yep. they're crisp and solid fries. Well-seasoned. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, I went there for lunch one day, and I had a chicken sandwich the mm-hmm. first time I was there. They know how to do chicken. Yeah, they're good at chicken. And then when we, I fucking when we were back, love a good fried chicken. Let me tell you, holy! Oh. On your recommendation, I had that high top, and it was. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm remarkable. like drooling right now thinking about it. So good. <laughs> it which was... which of the monkey song should I play? Um. Oh, either let's either one. All right, you bring me summer. Okay. Yes. Yeah, there's a new Monkeys album. It's wonderful, and it's produced by Adam Schlesinger of Fountains of Wayne, and he's a perfect fit. They brought in a lot of really great poppy songwriters. Yeah, they did a good job with it. Excellent. We could even we could play both of them. I don't care. Let's continue talking about the High Low Diner and Chicken. <laughs> High Low is awesome. What else do you love about the High Low? Everything. Uh, they have really good beverages. Their pie. Oh my god! I've not had their pie yet. Their pie is delicious. Well, they we're have gonna a whole have to go back sec- and have some pie. They have a whole web page dedicated to pie. Okay, so I'm in. I love pie. We've pie talked about pie versus cake. I love cake. 
don't get me wrong. I love cake, but uh, if my you... my thoughts on pie versus cake are well established, and I'm a pie guy. Uh, yep. If you cake give me fine. cake versus pie, I'm gonna take pie. Yeah, right on. I love them both, but I love pie a little more. Word. There's something about pie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there three times, and I love it. Yeah, I've been there twice. You've been there three times. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. It's not that far either. No, it's not. It's in Minneapolis, but it's a pretty quick little jump. But it's close to the St. Paul side, just across the river. Yep. I'm sure we will be going there again. I hope it does well because I, I want too. it to be around forever. Oh, I think it will. I think so. It's been getting yeah. a lot of good publicity. Yes. I, I think it'll do all right. And I think, so Adele had the Gary Cooper as well. So I think that gave him some good publicity. She got a lot of publicity. Or he, yeah. They got a lot of publicity out of her visit. Yeah. Which is good. Yes. Well deserved. Yeah. She talked about it during our show. She's like, I had chicken on a donut. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, girl, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Good. So good. I want it in my face right now. <laughs> well, this is probably not the best time. No. What else you got on the list? What else do I have what on the list? This is rocking your world. Let's see. Um, okay, should we continue talking about food? I'm that's fine. So we had something that changed my life a little bit today. Uh, really? That was the Italian poutine at Green Mill. Wow, Green Mill is a small pizza chain in the Twin Cities. And it's they have good they have great pizza yeah but they have a lot of other stuff too sandwiches and salads and blah 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 and they have this new appetizer called the Italian poutine that I ordered it delivery when you were out of town mm-hmm. a while back and I said oh we have to try this when we go there tonight and and like I almost licked the plate it was that good it's fries with and they also have a few cheese curds in there yes which makes it and it's got very like delicious. pico de gallo and yep. fresh tomatoes man cheese and alfredo sauce what else i don't know but it's all good mm-hmm. <laughs> all this i'm gonna play the other uh, monkey song too okay. me and magdalena this is yep. the this mike messman song isn't it yeah. yeah this is a good one this is a, another hard punch oh. <laughs> he's underrated that's mike he's Nesmith. a talented dude yeah God, I love the monkeys. I really do. I'm happy. I'm happy they put out such a great album. Me too. I'm I'm glad that you like the Italian poutine as much. I'm glad I introduced you to that. Um, yeah, you mentioned that's available for delivery. It is. That's that might be a problem. It might be a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. We have some we have some good delivery options these days. I know, I like it, but it also scares me a little. Wow, song's beautiful. It is. Any idea who wrote this one? I do not know. Just wondering because I because I know they had um like the Death Cab Ben Gibbard from Death Cab yeah wrote one and River Rivers Cuomo wrote from Weezer yeah. One. It's yeah. Solid album. If you have any affinity for the monkeys, pick it up. Or just good pop music. Have we talked about the monkeys extensively? Because I don't think extensively. I might I, I seem to remember mentioning that my very first LP that I ever bought or I chose. It was part of the ten LPs for a, a penny uh-huh. thing. And I was allowed to choose one. Awesome. I chose Monkey's Greatest Hits. It was the first album that was ever mine wow yeah my that wasn't first... like a little kid's album that was like yeah. a 
An album. My first oh. album was Sean Cassidy. Lovely. And it had a fold-out poster, and it had to do Run Run, and nice. I love it still to this day. Awesome. And my second album was the Grease soundtrack, which I, I also love to this day. I, I don't know what my second album was. I don't know. Do you remember what your first cassette was? Or your Footloose. first four, Footloose? Footloose soundtrack. Mine was... It might have been Van Halen 1984. Yeah. How about your first 45? That might have been Sean Cassidy as well. Mine was, uh, I bought two at Kmart. Um, uh, Jack and Diane. Yeah. John, the Coogs, John Cougar Mellencamp. The Coog. And oh, Mr. God. Roboto by Styx. Nice. Here's the thing about my 45s. I inherited a bunch from my mom. No, I'm which, talking something that you that, that I yours, bought. That you that would probably be "Hey Dini" by Sean Cassidy. Okay. Because I inherited a shit ton from my mom, and I played so much stuff that I inherited, and you, some of it was good, some of it was not so good, but it formed who I am today. Do you remember what your first CD was? Um. So we're going through all the formats. What was your first MP3? <laughs> oh, God. I don't even remember. What was your first MP2? Oh, <laughs> Nobody remembers What? Those. No. <laughs> it was a short-lived, downloadable format, concrete I think. Blonde? I think I ordered a bunch from Columbia House, and it was Concrete Blonde. The one with Joey on. Bloodletting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mine would have been something I... Okay, so I won the entire Metallica catalog on the radio. Oh. Um, I won... I was, I used to win radio contests a lot when I mm-hmm. worked at the video store because I didn't have anything else to do, and I got really good at knowing what time they were going to give stuff away. And I was yeah. a frantic caller, and I used to win shit like every day. Mm-hmm. And I won. Um, Metallica was coming to town, and the cult was opening. It would have probably been on the Injustice for All tour, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I won the entire Metallica catalog on CD. The, uh-huh. the plus cult, the cult, plus the cult album. Plus tickets to the show, which I did not go to because uh-huh. um, I wasn't really into Metallica that much then. I was a little bit, but not that much. And but you've I, seen them since. I've seen them a few times since, but I was able to sell. I sold them. Uh-huh. I was an so you made a tidy profit. I was an enterprising young man, and I sold them. So, yes, I made a profit and got their and entire got their catalog. catalog. And I've since sold one of those CDs. I think I sold Kill 'Em All because that version of Kill 'Em All is out of print. It had extra tracks or something. And anyway, I made a killing on that too on eBay. <laughs> you killed them all on eBay. I killed them all. I don't know what I got for it, but it was like 100 bucks or something. So. Nice. Yeah. So that was a profitable radio station win. Mm-hmm. As far as the first CD I bought, I don't remember, but I remember having those before I even had a yeah. CD player. Yep. Those are the only formats I can think of. You're looking at me like, <laughs> what's next? I'm like, MP3. Eight track? I never had an A-Track. Well, I did have an A-Track player in my car, but it was well after. Again, Sean Cassidy, Born Late. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my A-Track player that I had was well after A-Tracks were available to the general public. Have I told you my story about my stereo? Mm-hmm. I think so. The fact that I had this kick-ass. So for my birthday, I got this stereo with, it had a turntable, a cassette player with record, rewind, everything and yes. an a track player uh-huh. and then my dad took it back for one that was really shitty that just had a cassette player with fast forward on it and it didn't even have record this is the most traumatic incident of your childhood because i've heard about this so many times <laughs> i know it was traumatic uh-huh i can Which, tell I mean, you still I harbor be... ill will toward your father for i this. should be grateful that that's the most traumatic 
you incident. Need to, you need to have a chat with I, him about this. I need this. to call him up and say, Dad. Do you have hey. any idea how bad that fucked me up, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know what? If that's the worst thing that happened in my childhood. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, you're really clinging to that one. I am. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, what else do we want to hear? We need okay. some music. All right. Yeah, we don't want to hear about my non-traumatic childhood. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, can we talk about Braunschweiger for a minute? Uh, <laughs> you do keep a list of everything I complain about. I do. I I'm gonna. Do. I'm gonna find my. We're done with your playlist. I'm gonna find my playlist. Okay. I don't know what's on it. We may have listened to everything. We might just listen to more garbage. Whoa, what's that? Oh, keep that going. Keep that going, motherfucker. We can talk about Ron Schwecker over that. Did you just call me motherfucker? (laughs) How dare you? I didn't mean it as a demeaning thing. Come on. Play that song again. We're not playing that song again. It's a good song. In some world, I suppose it might be. (sighs) In my world, it's fucking great. I don't know why my playlists aren't showing up. I don't know, because maybe you should have played that song that you played. Mm, no, I'm good. Play that song. <laughs> Play Hey, What's Up, It's Been a While. You can do it. Come on, it's a good song. Dude. Nah, I'm good. God damn it. All right, we're going to talk about Braunschweiger and how Tim was ch- um, scarred for life by it. Because he hates it so much. Apparently he was... Accidentally served Braunschweiger I, as a child. I, I wasn't accidentally served it. I was intentionally <laughs> served it. I accidentally <laughs> ate it because I didn't know what it was. So Braunschweiger's like what sausage pate? Apparently, it's some sort of. It's like liver. It's sausage, like liverwurst or something. Yeah, but it's, it's spreadable. Yeah, it's got this weird texture where it's kind of smooth, kind of crumbly. This is my it's recollection. It's kind of grainy. I probably had it 35 years ago. I don't remember much about it. But he still is pissed off about the fact that it was served to him. I just think about it and I get this taste in my mouth. Like, I remember it being very bitter and gross. I remember, and, I've been mm. served it too, and I remember the taste, and it was like, it was gross, like, but it wasn't like. Why would you do like, that to a child? It wasn't like, oh my God, this is the worst thing I've ever tasted. To me, it was. I don't know. Maybe if I had it now, I'd think differently, but at the time, I was like, oh my God, you actually keep this in the house? <laughs> this isn't this is something. You buy you, it and you serve it to people? You don't feed this to the cat? What is this shit? Oh. <laughs> yeah, weren't you saying that this is what you think cat food would taste like, except cat food yeah, might be better? I think cat food would probably be slightly better. I don't know what that stuff was, but yeah, I'm never, I'm never getting anywhere near that stuff. Hmm. Why won't you play my Zane song? Because I don't like it. It's a good. You didn't even listen to it. I know, but I have to listen to you talk about it. <laughs> okay, we're gonna listen to Shirley because Shirley rules. No, garbage is great. Question. Oh no, are you gonna bring up something else that I hate? Beach Boys? This is a reference to the Beach Boys. How so? It is. Don't worry, baby. Oh, well, that's a good song. I don't care if it is the Beach Boys, that's a good song. It is a good song, even if it's about racing your fucking car. I I was on board with Don't Worry Baby until I got to the second verse, and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Even a shitty novelty band's gonna have a good song once every 20 years. Half of Don't Worry Baby is good. It's a good, like, it's got a, again, the hook. I love the fucking hook. But the content is bullshit. 
Oh, can we talk about how um, Sarah Silverman chose Elvis Costello as her opening music and how painful that was? I've been waiting for you to rail on Elvis Costello publicly for years. Go nuts. That was awful. He's not good. I don't care. He sounds like he's fucking constipated. I cannot stand the man. Uh, I've been hearing about this for so long. You've been so you've been cl- a closeted I've Elvis been, Costello hater for years. It's about time I, you finally unburden yourself. I cannot stand Elvis Costello. I've tried, and it, no, I just can't. I'll do I my can't Elvis Costello him. impression. <laughs> oh, That's every Elvis Costello song. <laughs> he has like three songs I can tolerate. Uh, what are those three? Peace, uh, love, and understanding. Yes, because he didn't write it. Who wrote it, Nicklo? Yeah. What other ones? I don't know. There's a couple others I probably wouldn't. I'd like Oliver's Army except for one line in the song. Huh. Okay, which is what line? Um. What's it about? General gist of it. He says white and word. Oh, I really? can't. I can't even say that word. I'm like oh. that repressed, but I just can't say that word no, because I'm I just glad. hate you, that word. I'm glad you choose not to. I'm not a fan of his either. I don't understand. It's like it's so hooky, and then he says that line. It's like, God damn it! I don't understand the. I don't. I don't understand the love for Elvis Costello either. But some people seem to love love his work. I don't get it. Maybe if a bunch of people covered it. Then I'd gain more appreciation for it. Oops, kind of like, kind of like how you are with Morrissey. Like if you hear a Smiths Aww. cover, <laughs> if you like, if someone covers the Smiths, then you're not as offended. But right. if you hear Morrissey, you're like, oh. It's true. It's not the uh, it's the performance, not the song. A lot of times with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I'm just trying to see if I have, because there's a cover of Peace, Love, and Understanding that Trip Shakespeare Shakespeare did. did. Yeah, I don't think I have it on here. It's pretty. I might have it. I don't have every rarity on my on my thing here. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have all that stuff. Now I want to play another Trip Shakespeare song, though. Oh, you should. Um, I will play a cover of theirs. I'm angrily. I'm waiting an. I'm awaiting an angry email from one of our listeners. Which one specifically? Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've got more that we've got a few people I am aware of who are big fans of Elvis Costello's. You know what? I understand why you like him. Don't stop liking him because I don't like him. But I'm not going to like him because you like him. I hear you. Another slow jam. I'll play it in the background while we continue to talk. Okay. Can we talk about Orange is the New Black a little bit without sure. spoilers? Yes. Great that, season. Best season yet. Holy fuck. Last season I was kind of in and out of. This season I really liked. Yeah. I love the second season. I think the second is my favorite. The third one was okay. Think, and this one was just fucking... I think this one... They introduced some new characters that I wasn't sure how the storylines would go that I, that turned out to be really good. And it was, a, again, the it was a tough, it was a tough season to watch, but it was... It was good. Yeah, I don't want to ruin anything, so it's hard to no. talk about it. Yeah. There's a major plot point that I was spoiled for and that you weren't, and I was very protective about. That was about. Another, another instance where I was watching television and gasped. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen all that often, but it's happened twice recently. And one of the things where it's like... Yeah, I just went, oh, no. No. <laughs> Shit. 
Thank God this is streaming. We can watch the next episode and see how this fucking resolves. Yeah. Yeah, it was I I was into it much more than last season. I'm glad oh, that yeah. they pulled it pulled it back. Yeah. Season two was really good too. I yeah, but I I think this is the one that yeah. kept me this, engaged. Oh my god. Cause when it took a turn, it fucking took a turn. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. There there are like there are two things that happened this season that I had nightmares about. I believe it. Yeah. Um I haven't been watching I've been I haven't been watching oh. any other series like on Netflix that I can think yeah. of. Oh, because we took Okay, here's what happened. Is um the power fucking went out so I know. we couldn't pick up because I'm like during our right, binge. I got plans to watch this. We were watching like one episode a night. We weren't completely binging. But. No. And there was one particular episode where it stopped and I'm like, I need to know what happens, and then the fucking power went out. I know, that was brutal. That was bad. My thing with Netflix lately, and well, not even lately, it's been for a while. Mm-hmm. At some point, I'm going to have seen the first 10 minutes of every documentary on Netflix. Because <laughs> I fall asleep. I, if, I, if I'm the least bit drowsy and I put on a Netflix documentary and lay down on the couch, I'm out like a light. So I've seen the first 10, 15 minutes of so many. The oh, l- most recent one was the documentary about Daniel Negreanu, the pe- poker player. Oh, yeah. Kid poker. 10 minutes, out like a light. It was really great. <laughs> no, it was good. I, I slept great. I'll watch the, I'll watch it at some point. <laughs> yeah. but He's I'll, likable. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd watch that. Yeah, what I saw, it's like, oh, this seems like it would be an interesting story. I'm going to go into a coma now. <laughs> forensic Files isn't doing it for you anymore. No, I kind of got off the Forensic Files kick. Same. And uh, I don't watch that anymore. Because one, I'm afraid I'm just going to like turn it on and fall asleep. I've yeah. been having a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble napping and not... Oh, I've had no trouble napping, I'll tell you that. Well, I mean, I've I've had a lot of trouble not napping. Oh, okay. Because, like, you give me a, this couch and a pillow, I'm done. I know, I like I like a good nap. Very much. I'm proud of myself for not napping today. Well, well done, you. I know. Oh. When you have to go to an office... Five days a week Uh-oh. and not nap. It's <laughs> wow. kind of hard. Excuse me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have a flexible schedule. Sometimes I abuse it. I would abuse the hell out of my schedule if I could nap every day. I fucking would. I don't nap every day, but I would. I'm, I would. I won't lie. What I happens would. with me is I get in these stretches where I get into the stay up really late, yep. get up early, work for a couple hours, or do something for a couple hours, nap on the couch. I. Sometimes, but, you know but then, but then I'll go. Hours in. Yeah, I do. It's just a matter of what time. It's weird. I'm still. I'm like two years. Well, I'm two years. If I could do that, I totally fucking would. I'm two years into not having a regularly scheduled job. A year into mainly doing freelance stuff, and I still haven't completely mentally adjusted to it. So when I, I'm, and I am tend. I do tend to be a regimented, like scheduled guy. Mm-hmm. So when I, I'm still. It's weird to have this much flexibility. I, I'm I'm still figuring it out. Dude, if I could nap Oops. during my work day, I, I totally fucking would. As long as I was putting my hours in. It's nice having the option. And I, getting my work done, right. I'd be like, all right, I'm doing this. I love being able to, because sometimes, a lot of times when I get into that rut, you know it. You know when I get into those ruts because I'll go to bed the same time as you and 10 minutes 
15 minutes later, I get You'll up. You'll be getting up. And then I'm up till 2 a.m. Yep. And sometimes I'm I'll like, get inspired and I'll just, I'll work for four hours in the middle of the night. Wow. Other, other times I'll watch. Netflix. Mm, yeah, I'll watch Netflix, but not a documentary and I'll stay awake. <laughs> I've been, I've, you know, I'll watch a movie or something, but, mm-hmm. or I'll just dick around on the internet like I do, you know, yeah. otherwise. But yeah, it's weird having, it's weird. I'm still, I wonder how long it'll take me to adjust to this. Yeah. Like I said, after two years, you'd think I'd be used to having this much flexibility. You would think. It but... still feels weird. I, lo- I love it, but it's still, it doesn't feel natural yet. Yeah. At some point, maybe it will. Like, it feels like I I'm think d- it will. It feels like I'm breaking a rule. No, you're doing, you're getting your shit done. It's great. I'm getting, I mean, I'm making enough money, so it's fine, but it just, yeah. it just feels weird. Anything else on your list? Should we play one more song and wrap it up? What do you want to do? Uh, do you want to talk about the twins or not? Nah. Okay. to say. They're not good. No. No. They need to trade some players and start over. You think? That's all I have to say about them. What should I wrap up with? I don't know. I need a good ender. How how about that song that you cut off earlier? No, I don't want to play any of that shit. That's a bad ending song. That was a good song. Maybe it is, but it's not. Okay. It's not right. Little Bob Moulds? We could. We could do another Billy Idol song. Or Billy Idol song. That'd be fine. Uh, no. Okay. We played that. And then we played all the stuff that I had as like very important on my list. Let's play one more new Twilight Hour song. Oh, okay. We'll end with that. We'll end with, um, we'll end with Maybe, which is the second song on the album. All right. Until whenever we do this again, thanks for listening to those yes, of you who listen to you. such things. We are rambly. That's what, that's what the show is all about. No format. The fact you even have notes is miraculous because I don't even prepare anything. Yeah. Oh, my notes are like not like your five hundred notes. No, though. I know, it's like but you at least word. have topics. Yeah, I come to the table with like a couple of bands that we might want to listen to. <laughs> well, right. At least we both have playlists. Yeah. Okay, Twilight Hours wrapping things up.
Feeling like I'm a 